Captain's Log, Episode 91. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. On this seven-poor episode, we welcome your friendly neighborhood Trapel Man back to talk about his new endeavors in the world of role-playing games and help us to dive into the burgeoning genres of non-alcoholic beers as the rest of us continue with varying degrees of higher ABVs. We also explore the tip of the spear of the holiday season as we share our Thanksgiving beer pairings. We uh, didn't actually pair it with foods, just the holiday. That counts, right? Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 91, Juicy and Emotional. With the beer, 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 vengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. It's like the end of uh, end of that uh, Beatles song, the, the note that goes on forever. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brownstout. I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location in Fresno, California. This is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the county of Kings Royalty. It is I, the Beer Wonder. And coming to you live in an undisclosed location in the city of brotherly love is your friendly neighborhood Trip Hellman. And we are... The, the beer beer very uh very quiet very avengers there we go. Okay, <laughs> bum, bum. a little bit of a time delay there. I thought I thought you were just uh, saving your voice. I was, I was, I was worried. I was worried. I felt like maybe we had caught you know Huck in some sort of like simulation loop or whatever. A day in the life. I yeah, couldn't remember. True. I couldn't remember which song I was talking about. Uh, the one the right. note that goes on forever. It's day in the life. Uh, now we know how many holes it takes to fill the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, welcome everybody. Good to have you back. Hope everyone had a good uh, holiday experience uh to whatever degree you chose to experience that it's good to be back here and also to welcome uh for a return visit your friendly neighborhood trip hellman woohoo so friendly took me until now i think i finally figured out by the end of the second episode and i feel very comfortable uh both knowing how to pronounce and to spell your name since uh some of those are are debated (laughs) among some others but since it's your name we pronounce and spell it exactly how you like even even if we do have yet another person with a triple themed who pronounces it differently, that's how he pronounces mm. his. This is how you pronounce yours. The beer venger is always the last word on this. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can't claim any official knowledge. Um, I just know it feels right, you know? Yes. And, and that's what matters. That's that, what is, matters. That, that is what matters. Well, with, with things like what your name is and what, what I mean, it's like, it's, 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 I've mentioned this before. It's, it's not this, not as serious, but it is of a case with pronouns. Yeah. Someone tells you what they want to be called. You call them that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. I think you would love the other name is it's a uh, triple. Always the triple. <laughs> It's a declarative yeah. statement, really. It is. You know, it is. It's, yeah, less of a name, more of a, a catchphrase. A catchphrase for a name. See? And there you go. Exactly. If you have a catchphrase for a name, we accept that. That makes me think exactly. of uh, Invincible, right? Isn't that the, the Amazon superhero show? Probably. Invincible. At the end of every episode, it's Invincible. So that's like Oh, he just sort of looks in the camera and says, Invincible. Basically. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's a choice. That's a, Anyway, uh, this is a wonderful conversation, but the more I talk, the more thirsty I seem to be coming. So all I, this I, happens. It does. It does. I think. I think it's time we move on to the pores, uh, everyone. Yeah. And uh, well, I, I think I know the answer to this one, but I'll let Beer Wonder uh, do his job here. Uh, Thank who, you. Who, who goes first, Beer Wonder? Who goes? First? <laughs> there's. There's really. I mean, there's 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 four great options. I'm going to throw that yeah, out there, yeah. but really, only one of them reigns supreme, and that would be your friendly neighborhood repel man. There we go. Yeah. What what, what do you have for us, uh, YFTP? Oh my. TM, YFTM. Uh, wow. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to be able to say that about myself. I don't know my own acronyms. Um. <laughs> so this is a non-alcoholic craft beer from Bravest Brewing Company. Uh, it's a peanut butter dark. Figured okay. I would go dark, uh, go dark eh? in this era. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's time. It really and peanut is. butter feels appropriate for this time of year. Sure. Yeah. You know, start a little deep and dark and uh, and tasty. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just open that up. Yeah, what was that happening out. with yeah, this? What is the situation? Okay, so let's let's hear a good open. Oh, 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 my. Very oh, healthy my. crack. That was very per- healthy crack. Emotional. It was emotional. It also got my computer screen um, well, emotional as well. <laughs> juicy and emotional. Honestly, everybody's happy. I need a tissue. So let's see what this tastes like. That might be the name of the episode, Juicy and Emotional. All right, let's take a look at this beauty. Yeah, let's see what it looks like. <laughs> All right, so here we go. going to pour. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, very dark. And a solid head, especially for... I Sometimes I find that the, the head on the non-alcoholic beers don't quite... Uh, get there but this one True. is really is really nice looking yeah oh, love that love that pint glass too is that is that one mm-hmm. of those uh stone uh oh yeah their salt and lime thing oh, for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you can really see that they're they're reflecting the color of the beer on the can and that's gorgeous mm-hmm. that's yeah. really nice you, you, it's it's you're eating with your eyes first even if it's not in the glass yeah everybody wins all right gentlemen we've come to an impasse we have yeah mm-hmm. i don't I think that this can be resolved. Are All you right. sure? I'm sure it can. Huck. Huck yeah, so it. this week I have a beer. And it's called. Uh, what's great is that I've been trying to bring all new breweries to the, to the table. And I went to my store today and I'm like, I've had all of these. Yeah. And, but I have not had Carl Strauss. On oh, the show. Nice. maybe uh, the captain has. I think I, mean, I visited there thing. when I was. I, I, yeah, there were there were a few of those options, and I think I, had, I feel like I had dinner a, there. Yeah, it's a collab with Harland Brewing Company. So oh, there's nice. two breweries. 
that we haven't had. And uh, this is the Brisky Business. Brisky Business. Gold IPA. Nice. I'm going to go ahead and open that. Ooh. Splashy. All right. Let's see what this baby looks like. I'm expecting some wonderful color. Ooh, lightness. Seen oh, a yeah. Lot Oh, oh my. It's almost clear. Yeah, I got a real grapefruity kind of look to it. It is. It's got a little bit of haze there. There we go. Very crisp. I like your glass too. Crow and Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, that's our local uh, brewery here. There we go. Let me get you. Yeah, make sure we get the because that is a, a very nice can. It's got that like multicolored um, uh, kind of uh, wavy business to it, right? a brisky like business. A mm-hmm. Brisky business. Yeah, yeah, like All a right, sunset, like a cold winter sunset. Settled mm-hmm. on, settled that debate. Well, now you guys have to. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say since uh, usually uh, Beer Wonder rarely makes it through more than one in an episode. We've been, I've, I've let, we've been away for those non-occasions. I feel like maybe I should I get started first. Probably that may that actually that does make sense. a lot of sense. I like the logic of this one. I like yeah, the logic yeah. of this. Well, since uh, matching up our non-alcoholic stout, I have a super alcoholic uh, stout. Uh, this nice. is oh. the latest. The latest edition uh, of Black Ops uh, Stout from Brooklyn. This is a, oh, a barrel-aged stout at a 12% ABV uh, oh. and aged in Four Roses bourbon barrels. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, so you're my. Drinking, you're drinking for two is what you're saying. For, yes. <laughs> wow. I mean, Although this that- is... Uh, this, I feel like, is a standard one for you, though, Captain. Sure, like, yeah. This is I one mean, that you, you go to annually. Eh, not necessarily. I'm I only not not for lack of uh, trying, but sometimes it's hard to find. I got right mm-hmm. on top of this one this year. It's here. Let's I'll talk about that more. But first, let's take this, look at this beautiful, customizable beer. So wow, pretty. it's like it's like um like Vanta Black. It's like light mm-hmm. as yeah. I think there might that. be a little bit of green in there that might be disappearing here, but you get the idea. Yeah, Either way, cool. it's a black hole of a beer in the best possible way. Yes, right. All right. All right, folks. What do you got, Beer Wonder? Here's the thing. I just, everyone's going to be shocked because this evening I will be drinking a sponsored pour. A sponsored pour. That's a sponsored pour from the our sponsor, the Beer and Cheese Collective at 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard in Astoria, Queens, 11105. Can you believe it? This I never happens. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I Ever. I had that all written Ever. down. Ever. I mean, I don't have it memorized. I just, I now. just, I mean, it's, it's just incredible. Like, I, none of us expected. And um, I'm bringing back sort of a... Uh, uh, I guess another take on a beer that we have had on the show. Um, today, I'm going to be enjoying the Black is Beautiful Volume 2. Ooh. Some of you may remember we had our Black is Beautiful episode um, um, early on in our uh, oh, yeah. time together. Like episode five or six, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was from uh, Weathered Souls had produced a stout that they were putting out as a fundraiser um, and to sort of raise awareness around the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, they're back with a hazy IPA. Um, this one is not from Weathered Souls. This is from our friends at Harlem Brewing Company, which some of you may remember from my time um, with the captain at, um, oh, what was that? New York Beer, beer Week kickoff, I think. New York Beer yeah. Week, yeah. We met the yeah. folks from them and their beers were just incredible. So this is a hazy IPA made by all of them. Uh, and I'm super excited to try it out. So let's see what we got here. I don't know what it is. I love hazy IPA so much. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm just basic, but I just no. Know. It's it's the <laughs> best kind of basic. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag haze boys. 
Ooh, look at that. Oh, yeah. There's some right. haze there. It's electric, yeah, like just... a neon uh, yellow there. Got a lightness and, to and it the, at the same time. The green can. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Let's oh, I can smell right. it. It's real good. I'm just real good. Right. Okay. Raise a glass, gentlemen. All righty. Cheers, Beer Avengers. Cheers. Cheers, Avengers. Mmm. Oh my. Mm. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's nice. Mm-hmm. A, a good amount of resin in this one. Really yeah. nice. Really, really nice. Not super, not super fruit forward. I am getting a little bit on the nose, but very kind of resiny as it goes down. Yeah. Good hit of bitter at the end. Gosh, it's a good beer. Very easy drinking. Really light bodied. I could. I'm, I'm even getting a little bit of the burn on the tongue that you kind of yeah. get from a really good IPA. Oh, mm. it's a good one. It's a really great recipe. Oh, good job, Weathered Souls. And good job, our friends at Harlem, for producing their spin on this, which is outstanding. Glad to hear it. Yeah, for sure. Well, this uh, cold IPA definitely lives up to the name. Cold IPA. It's got a, uh, it's got a crispness to it. And it's the name brisk. I would even go as far to say it's brisk. Ooh. And it's it, but it's hoppy at the same time. But then on the finish, gives you kind of a lagery, light bitterness on the finish. It's 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 very nice. Carl Strauss. And I'll have to tell you more about Harland when I when I get my uh, Googler out. I did see that I I been to Carl Strauss. I was there two years ago, uh, and uh, surprise, I had a stout when I was there. No, yeah. it was called uh, Cocoa and the Rye. <laughs> It's not even a bitter finish. It's a smooth finish. Mm. It's like you get all that that hoppiness and, and tropical fruit flavors up front, and then it just slides down easy. 6.5%, I believe. Ooh, okay. right on. All right. Another Pretty success. solid. Nice. All right. How's that How's that peanut butter stout? I'm really curious about that one, uh, TM, because uh, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to all sorts of versions of your nickname. Uh, it's just too many syllables to say the whole thing at once. But Do, same thing with Trip. Can we go? Can we call call him? Call, call him me trip. trip. Yeah, but, but no. Or, the reason I'm asking, re- reason I'm asking, well, because we always do, but also because I haven't. I've tried a few NA beers, and I haven't found any stouts that I've fallen in love with yet. I feel they don't. It's it's a lot harder to make a good NA stout. Yeah, that, I'm pretty surprised about uh, with this. I mean, I'm not surprised that it's 110 calories. There's definitely sweetness. Sure. To this. It, so they say on the can, nutty, roasty, and chocolate, and that's that's nailing it for sure. I think yeah. they were very direct. You know, I um, I started drinking NA beers mostly for like health reasons, and at first I was like, oh, I guess I'll try. It. And I was surprised that some of the flavor that I've been having with some of these, it's been really lovely to like feel like I'm drinking a real beer. Yeah. Um, and this one in particular, like it it has that kind of. Um, thickness that i think i'm mm-hmm. looking for from a stout it doesn't feel yeah. thin i'm always worried that na beers are just kind of watery right, and sure. like not yeah they don't they don't give that like texture i guess it's, it's no, they wouldn't have, it's creamy they wouldn't have the pressure if they just make na schwartz beers there you go <laughs> um but the i have had one other um stout NA stout that I've liked, which is actually Guinness. Guinness's okay. uh zero percent stout is really tasty. It tastes literally just like a Guinness. Um, I was pretty impressed with how similar it tasted if you're going that route with your day. Oh, very cool. Yeah. But this is delicious. I mean, this is yeah. like dessert in a can. Yeah. Oh, it looks 
it looks just like, I mean, the, even just the thickness of the beer and the, and the bubbles really do truly make it look like a, a, any sort of rich stout that you might see with the alcohol in it, you know, which is incredible. Yeah, I, I would have, I wouldn't have thought it was non-alcoholic if I had just been handed this glass for sure. Uh, well, this is an interesting one. That, Speaking that I, of alcoholic, yeah, though. Outdoor, outdoor, outdoor. <laughs> yeah, this one. Uh, yeah, the interesting thing about the Black Ops is the. Re- yeah, it, it's definitely true that I. There have been many years I haven't been able to find it because they've been pretty rare. Um, and and this particular time this year, a uh, friend of mine, a friend of ours, uh, I think we called her the doctor, or the nurse, or something like that, was on vacation in Kentucky. And had been to the Four Roses uh, distillery and posted all these mm. pictures. And two days later, I read that Brooklyn Black Sop, the new edition that's coming out, made him Four Roses barrels. Uh, so then great about the Brooklyn website is they will tell you where to find it in your neighborhood. And sure enough, oh. there, was, there was a place right around the corner from me called Triborough Beverage. Uh, ah. And rather than being in like the big bomber, uh, like, uh, you know, the, the champagne bottles, this time four pack. Uh, for sixteen ninety nine, uh, so pretty good deal. Uh, yeah, and and at you know, and this is it definitely has uh, it's definitely a sippable beer. Uh, it is a uh, far from crushable, uh, but it's got that quaffable. Yes, not it's it's sippable. It's very it's it's it should be sipped. It should be savored. Uh, and and interestingly, I, I hadn't really thought about this, but I was sharing one of these with a Belgian babe over the weekend, and she noticed that it's kind of boozy. Uh, not surprisingly, but also. There's almost like a little tinge of red wine to the way the flavors mix together, oh, uh, which I don't huh. really taste a lot with uh, barrel aged stouts, and 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 it's it's nice. That's interesting. Right, yeah. yeah. This is this is a roses influence. This is a yeah, good night, it, folks. I would say so. Now, yeah. Um, yeah. If we could go back to the peanut butter yeah. dark, what are we considering yes. this dark? Is it a stout? Or is it? I mean, is it a dark lager? Well, he well, said it's a good stout on, on the t- on the can, right? The stout. It doesn't say stout on the oh, can. Okay. It says non-alcoholic craft brew peanut butter dark. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I I consider it a stout because it looks and tastes like a stout, but no, I go. don't know what what yeah. their intention is. Or like, that... how? What's the um the metaphysics of stoutness? Like, what are the qualities that? Well, Make generally speaking, stout. I find that well, what, what uh, Huck was calling the dark lager or the black lager or the Schwartz beer, which are all pretty much the same thing, they seem yeah. to have a lot of the same flavor profile. Uh, big difference is, of course, they're a lager rather than a nail. Uh, but also, they have it's, it's just generally lighter bodied. Yeah, um, we'll have more of a watery uh, mouthfeel yeah. rather than creamier. Yeah, and yeah. this definitely tastes creamier, which all is right. why I would consider right. it more of a stout. Yeah. For sure. I, I know for for some of the uh, non-alcoholic um, breweries out there, they are very very careful about the way that they term some of their things. So, for example, you'll never see them use the word beer; they will come up with something else. So, brew is a common yeah. one, and so I'm wondering if they're also maybe being a little bit precise around the word stout. I mean, you'll see plenty that say IPA, but that yeah, right. you know is such a they they might just be being careful because I'm trying to think. Uh, I know Athletic uh, has a dark. But isn't I don't think call, they call isn't it called it? lights out stout or maybe I'm thinking. Oh, it is called lights out stout. No, you're right. It is called lights out stout. Hmm, okay. I don't know. That's a good question. I just have, I've often noticed that they've been very. A lot of them are pretty careful about the way they term their yeah. their beverages because they want to be really clear that you're not drinking a beer with alcohol in it. So they'll call it a lot of other things to get around that, which I think is right. smart and, and good. You know. 
And yeah. most places I go, it's at a separate part of the menu or it's a separate part of the store. Right. Like it's it's really isolated. But if you aren't paying attention, you know, it looks it's just a can. It looks like mm-hmm. it could yeah. be, you know, makes sense. Yeah, maybe think maybe the real estate is more spread out uh, where you are. In, like in in New York, everything is crammed together so much. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I could very easily accidentally pick up an NA because the yeah the cans look look so. I mean, if I weren't, I I, I think I'm pretty savvy at looking at that, but I can see how anyone could take this home. I was like, oh, I don't feel buzzed at all. And, right. Well, and it's so funny because like its whole goal is to make you. Right. Its whole goal is to make you believe it's really beer, like yeah. alcoholic yeah. beer, right? So it's like it's it's winning on that level, and then it's losing on like, oh, it's going to make people upset. So like, I really wanted to get shit faced tonight. What is wrong? With you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with you, brew? Well, do, Not you know, beer, but brew. You drink the whole sixer, and you're like, God damn it! No, that is that is definitely. But I will, my tolerance yeah. has gone way up. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm just knocking them back. But yeah, like in terms of for me, like um, uh, I think so. I've I've stopped drinking before, and I've, I even did a mm-hmm. whole year where I didn't drink. Um, and you know, like I was busy. I was in grad school, so I wasn't really like going out a lot. But there was always that conversation you'd have to have with someone if you were out, or like, oh, I'm right. just gonna have seltzer. I'm not drinking right now. Da da. And now I can just like, oh, I'll get this. And I know, and the server knows that it's not mm-hmm. alcoholic, but I don't need to like make a big deal out of it or like, yeah. if I want to, you know? So it, I like that it feels, it looks and feels so similar. And now mm-hmm. it tastes so similar. Cause when I've had non-alcoholic beers before, Odul's or whatever, it doesn't taste mm-hmm. like beer at all to me. So I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with some of the things they've been doing um, with it. it just yeah, helps yeah. Like, socially. I went 13 years without drinking. And then I went to middle school. Hey, oh, uh, no, no, I really did. Actually, in the 90s, I didn't drink. Is that what happens in Massachusetts. Oh, wait. In fact, when I first met the captain, I wasn't I didn't drink. That That's right. When we first met. Yes. Always uh, two ginger ales. That quickly changed. <laughs> two ginger ales. Every time we went out to drink. Two ginger ales. Yes. yes. One to suck down quickly and then one to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you got, you got a strategy. Down. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, this Carl um, Strauss uh, is. Uh, is really good. I was reading about Carl Strauss. They're one of the original, the San Diego breweries, right? They, ah, they didn't. They got a lot of locations too. I remember when I was there, I still, I would see them on every corner. It seemed not every they have a corner, lot of locations, it, but yeah. Which made me think that they were they had to have been bought out by now. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just the but they haven't. Well, They're still an I'm independent brewery, and uh, they uh, another thing I noticed with this can, you might be able to see it, it goes all the way. It's it's not a label. Oh, and you would think oh. that the, it, it, huh. it's not—it's a collab beer, yeah. But they made the can specifically for it, so I don't know, maybe they're oh. going to make it a flagship one. Um, but it's good. And Harlan Brewing just started in 2019, uh, so they're the new. So you have the old school, new school come together for this collab. And Harlan uh, was made by the people who brought you uh, the brewery uh, called uh, Saint Archer. In 2013, mm. if you remember St. Archer, they, they they brewed St. Archer. They sold it to Molson Coors and said, let me start the new brewery. But also interesting also is that their uh, company is a group with uh, Junshine Hard Kombucha, if you know that. Oh, yeah. Kombucha that's pretty popular in New York. Uh, so uh, also another uh, uh, San Diego vibe from uh, Junshine, which I didn't realize. So good stuff. Good stuff. Sorry. Uh, Beer Wonder, you were saying. I was. 
I rarely have anything to say. If you weren't, I started to say something and I jumped in. I have something to add about Harland. Uh, Yes, please. uh, I've told the story a lot down here about how great it is to be at a bar uh, where the bartender is really helpful to people who maybe aren't really into craft beer or yeah, uh, yeah. specifically when I was coming back from San Diego is in the airport and no one's going to know the local stuff at an airport because everyone's from somewhere else for the most part. And I watched this bartender very closely just, you know, everyone was, okay, what kind of beer do you like? Oh, you like, uh, you, you like, uh, uh, you know, Budweiser, you like, uh, uh, Stella. I think you might like this one over here. Um, mm-hmm. and that was where I had a Harlan beer. I had a hazy IPA, uh, ah, Harlan wow. at the San Diego airport on November 9th, mm. 2021. Love it. This is why we love untapped. It, it tells us all of the stories of, of our, of our beer adventures. It is um, very, it's very helpful in time traveling. Yeah. Um, speaking of, of sort of, I guess time traveling a little bit, but also, you know, when you drink beers, you come together with friends. Uh, and that is one of the things that like, I know brings us together. And, uh, sure. TM trip, whatever we're going with trip. for you today. I know uh, you've yeah, got something. Infinitum. You've got something. I know that because because I have kind of been watching the progress of this a little bit that you've been working on uh, that brings people together with friends and might be a fun thing to you know maybe have a drink while you're doing. Um, you've oh, yeah. got a game that you have just finished uh, putting out in the world. Yeah, yeah, which is so I'm exciting. Getting ready to uh, have it you know, be at this gaming convention in Philly called PAX Unplugged. So there, is, is it like a were... board game or? So it isn't a board game. It's a role-playing game. Okay. But the the convention is board game and role-playing game. Basically anything that's not technology like a video game. Right. right. But, 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 but basically there is no, there, there's their books, a book tells you how it works, but you don't have any actual like props. It's all, yeah, the okay. only thing you have is um, is dice. You okay, have, uh, a few different shapes of dice, um, and it's you know anybody who is not very familiar with role playing games probably knows Dungeons and Dragons. Right? Yeah, like that's kind of the the most popular one. If you've seen Stranger Things, if you've seen the movie Dungeons and Dragons, um, and you know Community, we're, we're has a refund if you did. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is basically adult make-believe right like it's the the book tells you some specific rules so that you don't have to think of everything off the top of your head and it gives you a chance to make up a story together with your friends which obviously the more you drink the more amazing the story gets for all of sure. you so that's fun so this game i'm liking that i'm doing this on a superhero themed podcast because this game is called hero catastrophe and the whole point is that um like i find the most exciting parts about playing D which is a very complicated game. It's really difficult to get started. There's this whole character sheet and all these stats and numbers and math and things. I'm really into it. I love it, but I know that it's very difficult to get my friends to play. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really wanted to make a game that could be like a little intro, like package hit with like the most intense flavors of D&D to hopefully convert some more people to my my, uh, passion (laughs) project. Um, so hero catastrophe is like some of the most dramatic parts in D&D is when your character might die, right? It's like a big dramatic stakes. It's the height of the movie. It's the climax Aragorn. Oh no, what's going to happen. And so I wanted to make a game where it is kind of about that moment. So traditionally when you play a role-playing game, you don't, um, roll dice to see whether you live or die until you've like been smacked around a bunch. You've been beaten. You've been, fireballs you know hit you and you're like at you have zero 
hit points and you're like ready to die, just like a video game, right? You've been smacked around and you're like ready to die. And then in D&D, you roll what's called a death saving throw to see whether you live or die. I decided to do that at the beginning. So when you start playing my game, you make your character. It's pretty simple. It's a simplified process from D&D. But you're your, you know, heroic sword wielder. You're a knight. You're a mage. You're all those kind of classical fantasy types. And then you roll your dice in secret. And it tells you whether you live or die. So you know what, what's going to happen to you. You don't know what's going to happen to your friends. And then you start playing the game. The game tells you you've been chucked into this magical wilderness that you can't <laughs> escape from. So you're just stuck in a really terrible situation, a.k.a. climate change, right? And then as you play, the every time you try to do something, you roll a dice to see whether you succeed or fail. And if you fail, really bad stuff happens and the more that you fail the harder it is to succeed and the more bad stuff happens the more it just grows exponentially right so you're a hero put in this intense crisis and you have to figure out what to do and you know your fate right so when's the moment when you reveal okay i've saved my friend now i can reveal unfortunately i'm gonna you know die this tragic amazing death or somehow even though i've been eaten by a crocodile i'm gonna live so how do i deal with that like how do i get out of the crocodile and what i found is you know it's 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 um every time i've done it it's been very plucky and fun and silly at the beginning because of course it's kind of an uncomfortable topic death and, mm -hmm. and you know for most people right um but when you get into it, you get invested in the characters and the story you're having a lot of fun and when these moments come it gives you a chance to kind of reflect a little bit, like rehearse or practice some of those feelings, like how it would feel to be kind of, I'm screwed. Like, this is it. What do I do? You know? Yeah. And I, I've just found it to be actually quite deep and fun at the same time. That's the kind of uh, night I like to have. <laughs> so it, it takes a couple hours and you get a sort of full hit of a great fun story that is memorable. And the idea is, of course, you can play it as much as you want, but this is a experimental indie uh, role-playing game that gives people a chance to try out exploring some of these ideas. Cool. Right on. Yeah. 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 I used to play Dungeons and Dragons when I, when yeah. I was uh, 13, 14 and it was the same issue. Like I couldn't get anybody to, to play. <laughs> you know? No, right. not for Cause most this people so, do this it sounds for like it's a lot years. easier to get together on this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah it's been the first hour of Dungeons and Dragons, just establishing your characters. Right. And then you can start playing. So it's a, yeah, one of those things. Yeah. But everybody loves a 20-sided die. Is there do we have a 20-sided die in your game? So in this game, no. The other thing I'll say, so the Tell game me there's is, a 12. Tell me there's a 12. There is a 12. Okay. I, I, I promise you, there is a 12. There's a D4, a D6, a D8, and a D12. Nice. Oh, that's I'm totally lying to you. No, it's a D10. It's a D10. <gasps> there's no D12. Hophead Huck, I, I apologize. I'll send you a beer as, a, as an apology. No worries. I still have out. all my old D&D &D dice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I've become a collector. I'm obsessed. I have so many. They're such nice, shiny little things. I gave away all um, my books, though. Right. To a well, friend. Maybe. So that was good. Um, I wish I was your friend back then. <laughs> the, um, well, the idea is that the game, um, you only need one dice the whole game. So okay. you're not like, mm. do, what do I roll? Is it this or this? No, like your weapon only, only, is, only is your one dice. Only one what? Only one dice or die, I guess yeah. you'd say. I mean, someone who's so particular yeah. about pronouncing your name, I think should 
use the proper name for a single cube. There. Okay, I'm getting raked <laughs> over the coals here. I'm just gonna. No, right. no, no, it's no, been no, great. no, no, you... no, 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 stay, stay. We like you. We like you. No, I'm just a pedantic. Um, I'm just a pedantic fuck on occasion, so it happens. Well, and it's funny because it's obvious. I should know. It's such a play on words. It's yeah. a die. Sure, right? yes. and you're gonna roll it. You, so you, you are. You're, you're, this is this was your denial of dice. Your denial, denial of die. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Famous like, book. A lot of, I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot about it. Uh, denial of death. So that's what the denial mm. of die. Wow. There you go. Down that one. So like um, with dies, with dice, yeah. you um, can get very overwhelmed with just the number of different kinds. And sure. then usually mm. in D&D, you have to add things to it. Because like if you're a very strong person, you add a bunch of extra numbers to whatever your dice roll is because you're strong. And it can get very complicated very quickly with trying to keep track of the math and stuff. So this is a no math system. Oh, nice. You roll the dice and whatever the number is, your little character sheet tells you if you succeeded or not. Huh. And there are a lot of times when it's kind of a complicated situation. So you don't have anybody telling you what it means. You as a group decide what it means together. So it doesn't oh, have cool. to be where there's a dungeon master and a group of players Everybody can be a player if they want. That's neat. So you kind of interpret it together. It's a little vague on purpose. It's a little creative on purpose. For people who are new at role-playing games, that could be really overwhelming, right? It's paralyzing to be like, anything can happen. So the book gives you the rules that helps you just like get started and and trying to figure out what to do. Um, And yeah, so I'll be at PAX uh, this weekend. So by the time this comes out, it'll just finished. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like the main role-playing game uh, East Coast uh, convention. And I was very lucky to be invited to sell my game in a couple of different booths uh, and to be able to run it a few times for people so people can sign up to to give it a shot. And um, it's been a lot of fun to make, and I'm psyched to share it with people. That sounds Sweet. great. I, will. I wish you the best success with that. Yeah, yeah now I, I, I want to play. You, I want to play it. I know we only a certain amount of decisions, it's a couple of hours. We can't fit it into this podcast, but I'd, I'd love to well, play it at some point in the future. The, special, special session. Let's do it. I was going to say, the, the good news is, though, uh, you know, trip, trip is uh, just a, a brief train ride away. Um, I do happen to own a copy of this game because uh, I know one of the ways that you sort of built this up was that you uh, put things on Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so there is a um, every February there is a whole uh, month long project on uh, Kickstarter called Zine Quest, and so a lot of independent publishers, people like me who are just random people off the street, uh, will essentially pitch a project. Right? They didn't haven't really made it, but they have you know enough of the idea out there and some art, and they say, hey, if if you help me if you help me fund this, then I will give you a copy. And um, so that that was what I did. And I also did like customized characters for some higher level donation slots. And like I worked with this artist named Ben Fox to do a lot of the initial images. And he did the the custom images for the people who donated. And like I would not have been able to do it without this. Um, And so I had taken this class earlier that was on role playing game writing and publishing. And my teacher, Nat Menard, was like, this is a great way to just get started. And the concept that I came out of the class with, I was like, well, this is Hero Catastrophe. Like, this could work. So I put it up and shared it with people. And I've done that for, like, theater productions and other things. This is my first time doing it for something where, like, there's going to be a physical thing. Like, I have, like, 25 copies on my desk right now. 
that I have that I ha- like it blows my mind uh beer wonder yeah. that you have a physical copy that you will have forever that has my name on it like yeah wild. it's very uh, cool it's very yeah. cool I like that and the art is really fun in it too it's same artist Ben Fox mm-hmm. um and like I I play role playing games as well like I'd love to get into more sort of performance because I'm an actor playing role playing games I love improvising all of this is kind of the the sort of vibe that comes when you are listening to podcasts of role-playing games or watching televised role-playing games so i hope it will kind of open the door to more of that kind of stuff because i'm obsessed with it i love yeah it. I, I would like i would like I love beer i would like to hear more about uh role-playing themed podcasts but first i think uh huck may uh may be ready for another pour Oh my goodness! You know that cold IPA was just went down, went down easy, baby. So cold, and refreshing. We'll do that. Yeah. Our last episode, I only did one beer, and I know that the the fans were like, "What's were wrong with the arms? Yeah, is he uh, okay? Yeah. Is is something's going on?" Well, today I'm disappointed start. in you just hearing about it right now. Let's see, we sh- and we all are. So you need to make up for it, Huck. You bet. Well, I got this nice. Uh, I started seeing more humble C at my market, hmm. and we've got this humble C. Hellas, that's pretty. It's uh, it's just called Hellas. I thought I had a, a clip more of a clever name, but no, it's just a Hellas. Humble C Hellas. Their Humble C is one of these haze houses that's really known for the the IPAs, hazy IPAs. But they make a nice lager too. I got to visit that that spot oh. uh, a few years ago, Santa Cruz, beautiful part of the state here. And Humble C is a high quality beer, and I got my nice treehouse glass. Mm. And here we go. All right, big moment. For those you don't know out Ooh. there, Hellas is a nice, crisp, tastic lager. And there we Lager. go. So we'll put a nice, happy head on there. Not going over. Not going over. There we go. Don't no. do it. Don't you dare. That actually, actually looks pretty good. Very, uh, you know. I mean, it could be a Miller Light as far as anyone's concerned, but but, but it's it not. not. But it is it's got not a Miller Light. Better look we than say, that. I think we say no to. Miller Lite, but we say hellless. Yes. Yeah. There, there you go. I, I, That's I, the good I want to look it up because I think like if if it, I, I, that was very clever, but it's it was it's like such an obvious thing. I'm like, has any someone has to have made a beer called Hellas? Yeah. At this. Oh, point. I'm sure, but still, <laughs> I'll check the Untapped, but I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. If not, no one steal the idea. We copyright nope. it. Uh, we TM it right now. Yes. Yes. We. And this also won man. the uh, award at craft brewers something <laughs> california craft brewers guild cup 2021 hmm. so there you go a world uh, yeah beer cup it's a it's a winner Humble it's a winner baby it's double decocted double decocted and you double. see the guy's got the uh He's got the little uh Yeah, is, it, is that like the oh okay. It also looks like yeah. one of those things you see at like a car dealership with the wavy arms. Right. Yeah. Yes, the wiggly wavy arm man, whatever he's called. Would, little, they, this is sort of their cartoon vibe. They have this kind of same style on a lot of their cans. Mm. It almost looks like a cactus. Monsters. Yeah, he's got a little cactus vibe. Or is it gumby or is it a pickle? Uh, yeah, I'll have to do some more research. These on are that. deep questions, uh, you know. A lot especially of especially coming from someone who's drinking NA beer, so I, I clearly I know. It's not limiting your creativity in any way. No, I mean, hey, goodness. the the point five percent hits different when you it, don't drink it, that much. It does. It does. And the, they got the hammerhead shark as their main logo there. Oh, 
Yeah. The humblest of sharks. Right, well, the, I, the, the best the best shark. I, I, nice. I, I think we may have more second pours ahead of us. Uh, oh, actually, my gosh. How, about, how about you, uh, Trapel Man? Do you, before we get on into the role-playing podcast, in case there's any specific yes. examples you want to mention, maybe you're ready to move on to your next one. I'd love to, yeah. So I decided to do... I think this is my favorite NA beer. Like I picked up ones I didn't know. And then this is the one that I know, oh, okay. um, which is a Klaus Haller Ooh, dry hopped yeah. IPA. Nice. From G- Germany. Germany. Uh, <clears throat> I did have it first in Canada, not Germany. I oh. was at a um, board game cafe. Have y'all been to those kind of things? Like, yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Someone yeah. who's like a sommelier who like pairs you with certain games and stuff. This is a Snakes and Lattes was the place in oh Toronto. Oh my gosh. That's and I awesome. was just starting to, you know, play around with non-alcoholic beers. And I was like, I don't know, whatever. It was, I think it was the only one on the menu. And I got it and it, it, it just changed my opinion of non-alcoholic beers. I was like, hmm. this is really good. It's very nutty. It's got a very, um, yeah, just like a real beer flavor uh, that I like a lot. Dry hopped for sure. So I guess I should... Crack it open. Oh, yeah. Crack it open. I'm trying not to crack my screen. Please don't. Okay. There we go. And let's see how this color looks here. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. That looks, looks like, like an IPA. Like that yeah. is fully quote mistakable. That's not the word I'm looking for, but for an IPA. Oh yeah, yeah Klaus Teller, that's uh been seeing that around a lot. They, they do quality work. That's the work. classic, one of the classic yeah. uh, non-alcoholic beers. It's a good one, too. Yeah. I, I'm sure, again, quite basic <laughs> in my but, taste, but, but, but for like me. You, but like you said, it's, it, it is, it's, it's been around for a while, but it's always been better than O'Doul's. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know, like, I didn't know it existed at all. And like, yeah. like you said, like, I have an athletic one. I even have a Sam Adams one. That I've been, you know, enjoying, but this has been the one that I always return to because it just genuinely tastes the way that I want a non-alcoholic beer to taste. And yeah, it's like it's like very amber. It's almost like kind of caramel colored. It just kind of has all the stuff that I like, especially around this time of year, right? Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm I'm actually up to a second pour as well, and wow. uh, my, mine just I'm so happen- proud of you. Mine just happens to be a sponsored pour. And not nice. only a sponsored pour, but it's a completionist uh, sponsored pour because of as, as it those is. of us, I, I'm sure most of you are out there, including our new listeners from New Zealand and uh, Russia. Uh, that's real. Uh, yeah. those, ah. I, don't know, I don't know if I don't know if, I don't know if we got bots going on. Uh, maybe they'll bump up our numbers. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, like. But those I'm going to say it's the aliens using VPN, and I stand by that statement. But continue, Captain. Sure, but but still, if you identify as Russian or from New Zealand, welcome. Um, but this is one we've been we've been working through the origin, the 2022 Origin of Darkness series, and in fact, recently the provider has been especially concerned because they're starting to they're starting to run to the end of it. Uh, and, uh, mm. and, and I was there, it's like, oh, maybe I'm, I'll have this one and I'll put it aside. I'm like, well, just give it to me now. So you don't have to put it aside. And so that is why yeah. we have the fourth in our series of 2022 origin of darkness. This is a wow. combination between collective arts and, uh, wait a minute. Where is it? I, I'm, I'm looking at the style here, but I'm, I'm trying to have a hard time. Finding... Oh, Cloudwater brew company. Oh, okay. anyone, anyone familiar with Cloudwater? All right. Uh, Out of Seattle. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and this is a port barrel aged imperial stout. 
This is weird. With Vidal Icewine. Oh, hmm. huh. So let's see what we have here. I, I know ice wine. It's very sweet. But right, but it's just yeah. it's a strange thing to add to the imperial yeah. stout, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess it maybe, like, adds in some of the sugariness, but I Is that really it. light head that we've come to mm-hmm. know from these things? Uh, the, Avenger, uh, uh, the Avenger Connection, the brewer, the head brewer of Cloudwater is a friend of the Belgian Blondes. Oh. Oh, very cool. Look at that. If so I have it right, unless I'm thinking of cloud burst, I got that. Check that out too. Ooh, that's a very unique flavor. Not in a bad way, but it's, it's a yeah. It is, <laughs> it is unique. I still, I, I so far, I think I still stick by my. Uh, I think the 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 whatever the one I had Bellwoods last last time was that might be my favorite of the four. But this is this 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 is memorable. All right. Uh, tell us about your podcast. Uh, yes. Hey, I, I got to do the huck up uh, okay. because I just said Cloudwater was in Seattle. That's Cloudwater is a British uh, uh, brewery out of Manchester. Oh, okay. Nothing to do I with mean, the Belgian Blonde. So let's go ahead know, and rewind. Well, you know, that's it. I, I think all four of their ones this time, if, I'm, if I have this right, I think they're all from different countries. Oh, nice. Because yeah. they had Burial from North Carolina. Uh, Bellwoods is... Uh, uh, is is Canada, Ontario, uh, is uh, Toronto right. specifically, and I believe the other one, the uh, something with a GGE at the end, so it must be Belgian. Huge. Hmm. Well, yeah. um, Hophead yeah, Huck, you know, you can be forgiven. Cloudwater, I mean, that sounds like it could be from Seattle or England. Exactly. Anyway, there's all kinds of clouds over there. Cloud you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta squeeze them really hard Cloud to get the water out. <laughs> The cloud burst is from Seattle. Yes. yes. All right. There you go. <clears throat> Phew, no hookups. We just did it all. Right. You did it all. Yeah. But I know Trip, TM, TM the, the, the friendly neighborhood one, yes, has got yeah. a very cool podcast that they would like to talk about on the beer cast. So tell us about this podcast. Yeah. I'm turducking this podcast with another podcast. Yes. Um, get, that's very no, Thanksgiving I, of you. <laughs> I mean, you know, knowing Beer Wonder for the many years that I have. Um, I, I imagine there might be some nerds listening if our listeners reflect the hosts in any way. Well, yes, Please yes. We are, we are at the very minimum beer nerds, and I think we are probably fit other nerd categories as well. So, yeah. Yes. Now that being a so nerd is I'm... cool, we'll all happily describe ourselves as nerds. Exactly. Right. Yeah, this is it. Actually, I'm I'm like kicking myself for not getting into D and D earlier because I did have the kind of stigma against it. Like this is too nerdy even for me, and yeah. now I'm laughing because it's like I'm so obsessed with it. Um, but yeah, so my hope is that some of you listening are also interested in other kinds of podcasts, and perhaps might be interested in a role playing game podcast. And to answer you, Captain. Uh, role-playing game podcast you are telling a story it's kind of like a radio play Hmm. but you don't know what's going to happen because you haven't written a script you don't have a sense of where it's going to go you have your characters you have just like with my game you have like your weapons and your like moves that you're good at but you're rolling dice to see what happens and um there is someone in charge in, in this one i am the the humble game facilitator or a gf as i call myself and I lead three players through a whole story uh, set in a world of gigantic trees and animals. 
and mm-hmm. all these animal folk um, are trying to figure out how to deal with a giant fire that will not go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, some weird magical awakenings happening, and these characters get into a bunch of shenanigans. Huh. Um, a crow, a hedgehog, and a little mouse who is actually a barbarian. So quite a strong, beefy, tiny little mouse. Um, Hop Hedgehog, do you remember what character you played when you played D&D? Do you know what kind of like class or type you were yeah i had a couple of uh, my main ones was uh kilroy Mm. and he was a you know of course because i was into that sticks album at the time to to tell you when i was playing Uh, (laughs) so kilroy was a fighter Mm -hmm. he was pretty pretty he was he was a strong guy but i had another guy named footer Mm. and footer was a halfling thief i liked footer he was cool uh, yeah, I think I still have the the characters, uh, somewhere. But yeah, Footer and and Kilroy, those are my main guys. Yeah, it's so funny. I, yeah, I gotta say I did DM most of the time. Yeah, I mean when you get when you get caught in that role, you're just that forever. That's yeah. like a classic. And it's it's thing. fun to DM. I think it's fun. So, so I love it. So Trapelman, yeah. when you when you do this on on your podcast, uh, are there, do you mm-hmm. only have experienced D and D players? No, 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 no. Um, so like, do... if you wanted to do a crossover and have like someone who's always wanted to get in D&D and always has talked about it and and whenever he talks to his friends who do it, like I'd like to do that, but has never actually done it. A person like that could actually be on your podcast and play this game. Absolutely. Oh, okay. And I, I do want to clarify that this person might want to play a captain style character. <laughs> I, we could do I, I feel more vers- a full-on superhero. I, 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 I'm pretty versatile. I can play lots of different characters. So yeah, I so, mean, this so look, we're so, talking about. Yeah, this this hypothetical person has okay. come up with a fantastic idea for something that I'm not launching yet, but I will be soon, which is a Patreon to support the podcast oh. because it is, of course, a lot of work. If anyone's mm-hmm. edited a podcast before or just edited sound at all, it takes zillions. Yes. Hours. No yes, one are... here would know anything about that. We, are, we are three years into this, and I'm just too terrible of a businessman to actually have, have really taken uh, any. Th- but so, if you have any advice on how to make that work, uh, if it well, works for you, I mean. Know. I'm just modeling after what I like as a fan. So yeah. there are two podcasts that I listen to that I love that are D&D based podcasts where the, the Patreon is where, you know, you give five bucks a month, yeah. but you get access to them talking about the story, processing the events, and then they do special one off things like, for example, a crossover game with uh the beer vendors would be a fantastic additional thing Mm. the 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 story the whole first season has already been recorded but i am editing it like very slowly but surely um but like putting a lot of atmospheric sound music um, making it kind of like an immersive experience and i write some stuff as like the kind of narrator character that kind of catches people up with what's going on because I don't like it in story podcasts where they don't take care of the audience, right? Where they don't be like, hey, here's what's going on. Just in case you got lost, here's what's going to happen. Because um, I want you to focus on enjoying the players making these wild decisions and coming up with these cool ideas and the characters growing and changing, right? The stuff that you want to listen to in a story. Mm-hmm. You get to imagine what it looks like. You're not watching a movie, but the voices and the soundscape is kind of giving you a vibe of like what it's like. Um, so the podcast is called Humble Step, and the idea is that these are three very humble characters. Um, the mouse barbarian, uh, Hophead Huck, is kind of like your halfling, very, very small compared to everyone else. 
but the thief is actually the tall crow person who pretends mm. she's a a cleric pretends she's like a very religious person and she's actually a, a charlatan oh um, and then our hedgehog Spoiler. is sort of like the <laughs> it's it's pretty obvious from the get-go all right so i figured not, it must no be worries. but i just uh we're we're such a spoiler reverse culture these days I, uh... I know i know everyone's gonna be so mad at me um but hopefully then you'll get so mad you'll be invested and you want to and then she'll take um, other turns you never saw coming exactly exactly now yeah. say, say the name of that podcast one more time for the listeners at home it is humble step and okay. uh it's not out yet but i do okay. have the first episode on my website as a preview Ooh. so you can sign up for my mailing list so when it launches hopefully by early 2024 okay. uh, you will get a whole bunch of info about it and you will be able to follow along um, my game, Hero Catastrophe, is out now. You can get that uh, uh, anytime you want. But if you want to know about the podcast more specifically, you just sign up for my mailing list. And that mailing list can be found where? www.echolocated.com. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's batty. It's quite batty, I'd say. Honestly, that yes. that that uh, like that that the fact that you use that uh, for various of your contacts has helped me on occasion in the New York Times crossword puzzle. I don't know if that, I don't know if echolocated was in my vocabulary before I got to know mm-hmm. you. Uh, Yfn. Yes. Yes. Well, so I I just um, as a kid I was really obsessed with bats and even with dolphins because I just thought it was like a cool superpower to see without you know vision to see with with uh, listening. And then when we were all getting on the internet and like, I like this actually came out cause I, you know, sign up for Twitter RIP way back in the day. And, uh, you know, I, I've I had this sort of philosophical. Yeah. They don't, what, what was that? That didn't exist. Well, yeah. back when it was fun, yeah. I had this philosophical idea of like, well, I'm kind of like sending signals out and whatever comes back to me, like helps me figure out where I am. Like, What's yeah. going on in the world? What, how do I feel about things? So I just used the word echolocate and it was already taken. So then I said, well, then it's echolocated, the past okay. tense. And that works. And yeah. that's become my moniker for everything. It's the title of my, my game company now too, Echolocated Games. All the same stuff, just me doing creative stuff because uh, I love it. Cool. Well, as the beer wonder would say, branding. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> All right. So, well, uh, yes. We we just had our holidays. Uh, we did. Oh yeah. Did everybody have any good uh, beer over the uh, over the holidays or well, any issues with the you know the family or y'all y'all are going to be shocked like that, that uh, for this year's Thanksgiving. So the the group I make Thanksgiving with every year um, this year our theme was gluten. Oh hell mm. yeah. So, of course, beer naturally had to be a part of it because usually we make a gluten free Thanksgiving because folks that are coming can't do the gluten. Folks are just one or two of them. Just one. Just um, one. But and that wet person wasn't able to be there this year. That was not true. able to be there this year. Correct. So, oh, uh, yeah. It would have been really cruel if you were like, hey, exactly. you suck it up. Exactly. So, no, <laughs> we do a full the opportunity. Exactly. So we do a fully gluten-free Thanksgiving. So of course this year the, the, the theme had to be gluten. And uh, which meant usually I show up with ciders because that's, you know, a more friendly option to folks who can't do gluten. So this year, of course, I had to show up with a beer. And the beer I chose, and our regular listeners will be utterly shocked by this, was a pumpkin beer. All right. Mm-hmm. It oh, was yeah. Brooklyn Brewery's uh, take on a pumpkin beer this year. And right. you know the former, the former post road. Exactly. 
it it's was not called post road anymore. No, I forget. I honestly forget what it was called. I All think, I could I think the deal is because Brooklyn they sort of actually sold it as a different brand and found it wasn't yep. as successful because Brooklyn wasn't attached to it. So now it's just like Brooklyn Pumpkin Ale or something like that, right? Yep. It's it was basically that. Yeah, it was it had Pumpkin Ale in the title. And I'm gonna be really honest with you guys, it was a good beer. It yeah. did not taste like there was a pumpkin involved. There was like a pumpkin nearby that like swung by halfway and was like, hi, y'all, I'm here. Like, smell me if you like me. And then just kind of continued on its way. And thus, I thought it was an excellent take on a fall style beer with a gentle wisp of the pumpkin in it. You know, it's funny. Suggestion of pumpkins. I also took a Brooklyn beer to to Thanksgiving and I wasn't initially going to. I was going to take a pumpkin beer. Uh, because uh, the Belgian babe. Uh, That's true. It's yes. a, this is a whole thing that her brother just moved uh, closer. So not only was I going up to Massachusetts to see her family for Thanksgiving, but he was because he lives so nearby, and so we were all there. And apparently, her bro- brother, I think, was bringing some pumpkin, and I was like, "Well, maybe I should take a warlock." And when I went to find this Brooklyn Black Ops, I saw that the not only was the Black Ops out. But the Brooklyn Black Chocolate Stout is once again. Oh, yeah. mm, good choice. So I took up a sixer of that. Uh, okay. And they're really a, more affordable than in the old days. I mean, I mean, not that they weren't affordable, but they used to sell a four pack for like $13, $14. Now they sell a six pack for 10 bucks. <laughs> I th- it might be more than that. But yeah, but the idea that, yeah, you're right. They do sell a six pack. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's all... It's more affordable based on our current notions of what is affordable. I don't know if they've actually right. gone down that much in price as much as everything around it has gone up in price. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's fair. Excellent. Well, you were in, in Massachusetts. Uh, and yes. uh, I was also in Massachusetts uh, for the holiday. Uh, I went up down the Cape, as we say. Yeah. And uh, I did get to visit the... Uh, the Treehouse Brewery. On oh, Cape yes. Cod Treehouse. I was actually driving home from Massachusetts when I got your uh, beautiful pictures from that day. Oh, and I went with Irish Red, my sister. Yeah. And we went into the uh, and the big secret at Treehouse. Now, everybody knows Treehouse is, a, is like the original Hayes House, as it were. It yeah, they're they're credited with that really hazy IPA, you know, like there's Hetty Topper. But I mean, Treehouse yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Do they get more credit than Hetty Topper does? They get credit for the for the look. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? That looks like a glass of orange juice kind of thing. <laughs> In fact, one of their their core beers is called Julius, right? Okay. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I had a couple of lagers there, a dark lager. Um, I, I actually it was a dunkel. It was a coffee dunkel, really nice. Yeah. And then I also had a uh and they had the side pour, you know, the side uh mm-hmm. uh side pour. Those are great. I love I love a good side pour. Delicious beers, and Irish Red had a maple uh, stout, and it was like, like maple syrup was just like jumping out of the glass. Yeah, so a re- really nice time. And while we were there, it was about I think it was about I don't know thirty seven degrees, thirty eight degrees, and we watched a guy go and 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 do a cold plunge while we were having our beers. <laughs> oh my god! It's right on the water. It's a, a beautiful spot. Yeah. But a week before, I also went to Phoenix, Arizona. So I've been in a well-traveled week. Um, and in Phoenix, I went to two breweries, Renhouse Brewing, where I enjoyed beers like the uh, Barrel-Aged Pie Thief, which oh. is a wheat, a wheat wine. Delightful. Okay. And also the Los Postres, 
And I had the lavender donut stout there at Renhouse Brewing. Oh, wow. And mm, lavender wow. So donut place. stout. Wow. And I think I sent you some pictures of this. I went to the uh, another brewery called uh, Roses by the Stairs. Now, if you oh, know that my. phrase, Roses by the Stairs, if you're a 90s kid, uh, you'd be like, that song gets stuck in your head. Uh uh, maybe not the captain on this one, but uh, there's a band called Blink 182. I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. I've heard the name. You know the band. Their big hit was called. Uh, uh, I love uh, that you're like age shaming me when you're older than I am, just because you're more hip I to know, the musics of today. Just because I'm. No, no, no. It's not about age. It's about your particular grooves. You know. You don't, okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. You're, it's not a, like a Leonard Cohen. Style I know. There, I know there are people who are really into Blink One Eighty Two, but I also know there was like a also a, a, a concerted effort to shit on Blink One Eighty Two. I you know, absolutely those agree. I don't. I don't think they're a great band, but you know. But you're a lot of people like them. So this it's like it's also it's talk about age. Like this is how you know you're getting older when there's a brewery named after a Blink 182 song. Yeah. You know that these brewers are old enough to be able to start their own business uh, and name it after that. But uh, it's the phrase, you know, uh, she left me roses by the stairs. Surprises. Let me know she cares. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the lights on. I will. Okay. Now I know the song. Okay. okay, That's, that's, that's a pleasant (laughs) enough song. Yeah. Pleasant enough song. Well, the second one will not go. That's what part of it got to me. Yeah. Anyway, at Roses by the Stairs, I had Granny Rose's Pumpkin Pie Stout with roasted pumpkins, brown sugar, cinnamon, clove, ginger, allspice, vanilla, and... I think there's nutmeg in this. <laughs> Slightly different version of it from... There's right. nutmeg in here. There's, there's nutmeg in here, so yeah. Yeah. I definitely taste the nutmeg. Oh, my Very gosh. Good. Very good stuff. And oh also I have one called Smoke in a Pancake. It's a smoked breakfast stout. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't on I don't care about Blink-182 now. I want to go to this brewery. Yeah, really good. And they're I like when I when I was looking up Renhouse cuz Renhouse is con- kind of considered a really good brewery and then it, I came I I was on Google Maps it said like the quote under Roses by the Stairs says in competition with Renhouse is Phoenix's best brewery. I'm like, "Okay, we're going to that." Oh my gosh. So, and while we were there, you know, we've been doing a lot of stand-up comedy. Right. Uh we're sitting at the bar and this woman comes up to us like are you guys staying for the comedy show? <laughs> it like follows us around. And you said, you no, we're not. <laughs> we were more diplomatic about it, but no, we did not. Stay. No, no. This reminds, this reminds way... me. Okay. I did say, is there a spot for me? No. Okay. Yeah. Forget it. I was going to say, is that a way to tell you you look funny? No, I remember, sure. I remember one day we were doing one of those beer crawl things from the books and we, yep. uh, we, I can't remember where we started, but we wound up at the very end at Bridge and Tunnel. And, uh, mm. and, oh, and, yeah. And I, I remember. We went to several different places. And, and there when was, we, yeah, there was and a when comedy we got spot. There was our last place of the night. And when we found it, it was like comedy night. I just, I, I, I think we were all more diplomatic. But when I saw, I remember the look on Cider Girl's face. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're not staying for this. We do not, we do not need the fifth lowest tier of open mic. Stand-up but the comedy. problem was that the captain and I both ordered a habanero stout that night. That oh, we, no. that was very and needed to be sipped, and yeah, very habanero, like it was spicy. So it was we couldn't chug it, you know. Yeah, yeah like beer like, Avengers yeah. rules, you know the, the very true. Beer rules. You got to finish the beer. It's true. So, well, I didn't. I didn't drink any beer on Thanksgiving, but I did drink beer on Halloween. 
Ah, uh, we, we were talking about pumpkin beers a minute ago. Um, so I went to Eastern State Penitentiary, uh, a um, beautiful place in Philadelphia, full of a very hard past, right? Um, being a place where they imprison people. And um, they do this whole haunted house that's like all these series of different places you oh, go in. Okay. And I'm a scaredy cat. I'm terrified of it. But I just try to laugh as much as possible. And the nervous laughter becomes infectious. And I just end up having a great time. But what helped me having a great time was the Pumpkin Nightmare by Triple Bottom Brewery, which is a Philly local brewery. And um, they work with uh, formerly incarcerated folks to like, you know, to have them hired to be part of the event. And, and they do a lot of like work training with them in breweries. So it was a pretty cool thing to sort of see the the match between like the brewery, the mission and, you know, Eastern state all together. It was pretty tasty. We had three or four just to kind of keep ourselves even, you know, during the terrifying Halloween experience. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Now this is a, uh, I assume that the prisoners are no longer in this particular. It is no. a museum, if I recall. It, yeah. It's a museum. It's sort of like um, it was kind of condemned for a while. This mm-hmm. place, it was it was sort of left to ruin. And then it was turned into a historic site. And it's a museum. You can go on tours. Al Capone stayed there. So he, there's his cell all like set up. Um, Beer Wonder, I did actually apply to be a tour guide there uh, when I was going to grad school. I did not go through with the audition, um, ah. but it was... It was an exciting opportunity, potentially. I'm sure you would have killed. I actually recall, after having visited Eastern State Penitentiary, being on the phone with you at a coffee shop across the way from it. So it's very full mm-hmm. circle that we've, uh, we've connected in that way. Yeah. So, uh, and a good and a good place to have some beers, honestly. Like as a as a preparatory or post or anyway, there's actually a couple good spots to grab beers around there, if I recall from my totally. Visits. Yep. Yep. Well, I know we're starting to run a little long, but I do have uh, somewhere between one to three things I still want to talk about. And one to three, I'll try oh to be as brief. One to three, but depending two. on on uh, the third thing, I'll leave that to you, Beer Wonder, because it involves you. Uh, no, oh, I, I want to talk a little <laughs> bit more about the uh, the Thanksgiving experience because, yes. uh, as, as I may have mentioned on uh, previous shows, uh, to bring us around to the whole theme of death, uh, I, uh, I I I did inherit a car recently. Uh, yes. and, right. uh, and, and, and so that was part of why I decided what the fuck I'm going to drive to Massachusetts for Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. and, and, and at one point I looked at it, I looked at a four hour drive Thanksgiving morning, three hours and 20 minutes. What it was, what Google maps said. So I think, Whoa. great. And it was wonderful. I just, there was no traffic that morning Thanksgiving morning. Uh, I got there in time for the, I'm, I'm still, she's going to be mad that I said this, but. 1 p.m. Thanksgiving dinner. Anyway, but it was fine. <laughs> but I got there in plenty of time. It was good. I was hungry. I didn't have breakfast, so it worked out okay. Very New England. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh! So that's that's common at, at your place in New England as well. Because when I heard yeah, one o'clock, I'm it, like, we ate we ate at like three four. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like three four seems reasonable. What is a little early sense to me? But again, I, I moved past this. I was fine. It was a wonderful dinner. Uh, so like for Saturday, I'm thinking. Okay, if we're coming back Saturday. It's probably better than coming back Sunday. And if we leave early enough in the afternoon, the traffic won't be as bad as it will be on Sunday. Uh, that three and a half hour same distance took us six hours getting home. Mm-hmm. Oh, six yes. hours. We left at oh, one listen, o'clock. I, I've, I've been there. Oh. Yeah. We left at one o'clock, and Google Maps was still saying, "Yeah, it's going to be about four hours instead of three twenty. Like, great, four is good. We can deal oh. with that. It, it'll be barely be getting dark. Six fucking hours." 
Uh, yeah. but fucking the, hours. Let's be clear what kind of hours they were. Six motherfucking oh, no hours. Yeah. There Sitting we go. The, fucking, uh, the one thing the, that the was merit. What's that? Sitting on the merit parkway. This was all like most, most of it was in on ninety five in Connecticut. Yeah, most of it yep. was that. Ugh. Uh, but none of this is pleasant. Even though we didn't go through any tunnels, there was a light at the end of the metaphorical tunnel, which is mm-hmm. once we got back to Astoria and yes. parked the car, we still had plenty of time to get to the Beer and Cheese Collective for their annual Black Friday Bourbon County tasting. Oh, and you needed it after that drive. Oh, yeah. After it was, it was, six it was a, motherfucking hours, you probably a, needed like eight <laughs> motherfucking beers. I'm glad we're you're earning our, uh, our explicit content. Really. Yes. Uh, and I sent you guys pictures of them, and it was... Uh, I, I, think, I, I, I want to be clear. When, when I saw the pictures of it, my immediate response was, that's just coffee, right? Yeah, one of them was a coffee stout, but they were all they were all actual uh, Bourbon County things. Although uh, uh, the coffee might have been my favorite, but I'm still torn between that and the Bananas Foster one they came up with this year. I was going to mm. ask you about that. Was yeah. really really good. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, Trip, this would be one that you would be hot on because it definitely yeah. fits your flavor profile. And, and to me, that's one fascinating thing about how I didn't even think about it until this year about how making Black Friday the release of Bourbon County Stout. Because it's a black beer, so of course they would. Um, yeah. I wasn't thinking about it as much because we're getting the black ops, the black chocolate stout, and on on that same Friday, Single Cut released their new version of Heavy Boots of Lead, and uh, and 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 uh, Gun Hill just released their new version of the Puerto Rican Noggin. So it's black beers everywhere. Oh. And even though I think it's stout season all year long, I'm glad it's official for the world because I was hoping someone would mention that it is officially stout season. This this is a wonderful time to be Captain Porter Brown stout. I'll just it really, it really this is this is your moment. Take it. There's death and Summer's grief in the air, but at least Captain. we have black stouts. That's right. <laughs> uh, and 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 that was I think that was technically two things, and it's. Uh, we, we, let's let's touch on this yeah, because the, the, next, ne- the next time we we do an episode this will be such old news had a That's wonderful true. time meeting with you beer wonder and the globe hopper on your roof and at evil yes Twin in my undisclosed location ago. yeah, yeah. Was, we had a, we had a lovely time uh we we found out that monday night is industry night at evil twin dumbo so you can get oh, all their lagers yeah. and their one uh, pale ale at their largest size for six bucks, which is fantastic. And yeah, we had okay. some, yep. So it's definitely swing by. They and then we really good loggers too. They do. So we had some very good ones um, across the board, including a, a Doppelbach that was like 9%. It was pretty great. Uh, and that was on the $6 list. Oh yeah. It was a real steal. And they gave There's you a big sound bite for that. I know. Oh, uh, they, uh, was, are we looking for, wait a minute. This I, I think it would have to do something with, um, Oh fuck. The, yeah, my dude. There you go. Those are the, the, honestly, that's the feeling we oh, had when we drank it. Yep, and that is the feeling I had when I tasted it. So it's the end of rooftop season here in Gotham, and so I figured we needed to beer venge, and of course, you know, intra quality, just to make sure that it was still doing what it needed to. So, oh yeah. Um, so we headed up to the rooftop, and we had some delightful barley wines. Um, oh, and I, 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 so this is Hugo. Was that the name of it? This is yes, this is Hugo, which from our friends at Evil Twin, of course. Hugo. Yes. Um, and then uh, a Globe Hopper brought over an IPA, and we had some delightful cheeses and crackers brought to our 
brought to us by our dear friends at Unboxed Experiences, which we may or may not have a connection to. Uh, and we just kind of watched the sunset and shouted over the trains and had a marvelous time, <laughs> I thought. I thought. And we... We almost might have wanted to, with all those wonderful things, the evil twin, et cetera, we might have just felt like saying, Oh, fuck yeah, my dude. Oh, so many times. Always. Over. Yes, and we might even say it in this voice. Oh, fuck yeah, my dude. Well, that's the way you know that it's been done correctly. <laughs> or maybe even, Oh, fuck yeah, my dude. Oh, that's oh, well, very, hello. Right. That one's very sexual. I just want to point I'm that out there. In. We yeah. got them all in there. It's juicy all and right. emotional, just like this episode. Yeah, I, have, I, I think I think all of those were pre-recorded sound bites, but I think we. I feel like we need to have our friendly neighborhood Trapel men uh, yeah. say that as well. well so let's so have we one. Yeah. Okay. Um, are just, any any particular intention for this? Like any way? Actually, um, I uh, want. So maybe we need to give them some context. There was a beer that Evil Twin had. Uh, that they wouldn't even tell you what it was. We had to like look it up on Reddit to figure out what it was. Uh, but it was this wonderful beer that I had on the show uh, that I got from there at one point. It was like a you know fancy bottle, uh, and it was O F Y M D. And we eventually figured out what it actually stood for was Oh fuck yeah, my dude. Now O F Y M D. I feel like this is the perfectly most appropriate beer for Y F N T M to be repping. <laughs> this feels correct in so many ways. Well, you know what, Ethan? Who's he? Oh, damn it! You know what, beer <laughs> wonder? <laughs> That's all right. We're gonna fucking leave it in. We're gonna fucking leave it in, dude. Yeah, we don't have that shit out. No, no, but we, we got we got we got to set you up. We got to set you up. Here we go. There might be more alcohol in this than what. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got to set mark, you up. Let's mark that one again. Hey, um, so beer wonder. You mm-hmm. know what? Oh fuck, yeah, my dude. There we go. I Honestly, can't think that- of. A- that touched yeah. me in places that were beautiful. Thank you. That was, and there I, was I, some I, real I, intention behind that. I can't yeah. think of a better note to end all of this on or an end to note it on, as I said once. Uh, but before they go, if they want to hang out with our dear friendly Trapel Man and check out your amazing games, where should they look for you? Go to www.echolocated.com. Exactly. And if they want to hang out with the Beer Avengers, where should they go, Captain? Well, they do a little at symbol, the thing that's up uh, if you're in a keyboard, it's on the the, the shift too. Uh, the at uh, the beer Avengers, all one word, uh, and uh, you can find us on the the good uh, social networks and even the bad ones. Uh, we're Facebook, on all of them. You can decide which one you think is good and bad. I'm not gonna. We're not here to be arbiters of taste in that regard. But whether it's you know the former Twitter, which we actually barely on. Uh, and Facebook, uh, Instagram. Yeah, we uh, grant more than anything else, I suppose. I think we do. Yeah, although we are we're technically on TikTok, but uh, we mm. we are. Uh, this is the thing about it, even though TikTok is the whole short view to to for short attention spans. My attention t- span it seems to be too short too short to really pay attention to it. But oh my mm. gosh, there you go. Or you or you can just email us at thebeerventures at gmail dot com. Uh, if you're persistent. Or even moderately persistent, we will find you and we will respond, and we will our our our, our needy egos will be gladly fed by all of it. <laughs> please um, contact us and mine yeah, too. My mom, all my needy egos in the various social media forums are on my website as well. Yeah. I welcome you to come say hi and tease me for doing a terrible job beefing uh, the end of that. Oh fuck yeah, my dude. 
No, the end result was gold. the end result was was gold, which means that uh, Major your friendly neighborhood Tretelman. Yeah, I think they should all go in, but but really, what it means is that your friendly neighborhood Tretelman, of course, you should come back anytime. Oh, come yeah. back anytime. Well, maybe right. I, I should think... uh, roll a dice and see if I'm gonna roll you know, a dice. You're still there. The roll a dice. <laughs> You said it that on purpose that time. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I did. I wanted to provoke you into another fight. Let's see. Right. Who but but this. it's not a fight. This is just a uh, a nerdy a nerdy. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like one of Seth Meyers' jackals there. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for being here. Uh, Yfntm and uh, Huck, fucking play us out. Oh, we love it. Beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. With a beer Avengers, with a beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. With a beer Avengers. Hey. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>